Welcome to Coaching Culture, the podcast where we discuss how we could use sports and not let them use us. I'm JP Nurbin, the founder of Thrive on Challenge, and the mission for this podcast is to connect leaders in athletics to help us all create a transformational culture by building leadership and character. All right, welcome to episode six of Coaching Culture. Just a heads up on how we're going to be moving forward with the podcast. Every Monday will be the newest episode, and later in the week, if we have a second episode, it's actually going to just be a guest episode. Last week, we had Mike Neighbors on the podcast, phenomenal episode. If you haven't had a chance to check it out, make sure you do. Today, we're going to be discussing the third commitment to make this season, which is to use boundaries and consequences instead of rules and punishment. I loved how Mike Neighbors told the story about how his grandfather would always say, anytime you create a law, you are creating an outlaw. I think that really flows well into today's conversation. Let me share a story about what this looks like. Just last season, around the Christmas time, we were short numbers with injuries and sickness. We were supposed to have 10 guys at practice, but two guys showed up late. Now, earlier in the season, the guys had set the standard and commitment that if they showed up late to practice, failed to communicate that they were going to be late, and didn't have a good reason for that, then they would miss and lose the opportunity to practice that day. So, we're talking after Christmas, guys are sick, people are injured, two guys come in late, haven't communicated it, and not a really good reason, just overslept. Now, for me, I had a plan where it was really important to have those 10 guys. It was really, really important that we had that type of practice and we got all this stuff done that we needed to do. But what was more important was that I held and enforced the boundaries and consequences that we had established together as a team. That wasn't easy. But when I did that and took away the opportunity for those kids to practice and they sat on that sideline and they just had to cheer their teammates on in practice and they knew they had let them down, the rest of the season, their attendance to practice, being on time, wasn't an issue. And often our circumstances and our feelings can sometimes distort our decision making. So it's really, really critical that you have clear boundaries and consequences established and agreed upon at the start of the season. Now the differences are subtle often between boundaries and consequences and rules and punishment. But the subtle differences really impact and benefit the culture and the development of the young men and women that you coach. Boundaries and consequences are about positive outcomes, whereas rules and punishment are about negative outcomes. Rules and punishment operate out of fear, fear of punishment, and this attempt to control. When we're enforcing rules, we're calling out people. If you're late, you run. If you argue with the referees, you're coming out of the game. If you don't go hard in practice, we run. Boundaries and consequences operate out of love. They're allowing the positive consequences and benefits to occur. That's where the emphasis is on. Be on time or or early to practice so you don't miss out on the opportunity to get better. When you disagree with a call, focus on what you can control and do next. Work hard and practice so we can get better, that 1% better today. When we enforce boundaries, we're calling up them. We're calling up the people we lead to be better versions of themselves. So we need to create, communicate, and enforce healthy boundaries. How do we create them? First off, you have to give the young men and women that you're leading the autonomy Allow them to be part of the discussion. So early in the season, hold a team meeting or preseason team retreat. 
and ask them, what does excellence look like? What are our commitments as a team? Have them set these commitments. Have them set these standards of excellence as a team. Then we have to focus on how we communicate that. Well, first, I think it's really important to create a formal document with an ultimate team goal and the commitments and standards of excellence that they have set that align with that ultimate team goal. That document will be a positive and helpful reminder from which we can communicate from a place of love during the season. So how do we enforce these boundaries and consequences? First, just ask them to self-assess their attitude or effort or whatever is lacking in that moment. Usually they will be honest with us. And in that moment, we can encourage them. We can show empathy by asking and making sure that everything is okay. And then we can call them up. We can call them up to the standard that they set, that they chose to set, and the commitments they made at the beginning of the year. By giving them that choice, we're reinforcing the rewards of that behavior. Consequences of choosing to not meet the standards is a loss of privilege. That's what we can emphasize at a later time. If they continue to fail to to have a good effort, to have a good attitude, then we come in and remind them of the consequences of choosing to not meet those standards and how it's a loss of the privilege and the opportunity to practice. The reality is we change our behavior when the pain of staying the same becomes greater than the pain of changing. Consequences give us the pain that motivates us to change. It has to be their choice. If we save them from their consequences of their behavior, we're not preparing them for the road of life. We're saving them from their consequences when we put them on the line and run them, where we do other rewards or different punishments to incentivize them to comply. The best discipline is self-discipline. The young women, the young men and women we lead will not develop self-discipline if we're always disciplining them. We're on the other end, not allowing them to experience natural consequences for their actions. When we fail to use boundaries and consequences, we develop a sense of entitlement. We send this message that we need them in that practice. We need them in the come game time. Boundaries are going to keep others' problems from being our problems. They're about teaching. Rules are about punishing. Boundaries are about calling up. Rules call out. So my question for you is, are you about rules and punishment? Or are you about boundaries and consequences as a coach? How do you communicate and enforce these in a season? Do you have to do much policing? Or do you have a culture like Mike Neighbors at Washington where they police themselves? All right, that's it for this episode. I'd love for you to go on to thriveonchallenge.com forward slash forum. And there, share your thoughts, ideas, or maybe even disagreements with today's episode. Thanks for listening in.